Hello and welcome to the Manager Mojo Show. Steve Caldwell here and we're so glad that you're here. We use our mojo to really become greater leaders. Now, let's get started by listening to something good. Oh, I feel good. If you're a leader with managers reporting to you, I want to ask you a few questions to ask yourself. Does your leadership team work seamlessly together? Are they focused and organized? Do they function well or fight each other? Do they communicate effectively or are they cloaked with confusion? Do they make decisions efficiently and effectively? Are they hiring, training, and keeping the best talent? If someone leaves, do you have an A player waiting on the bench? Well, if you can't answer yes to all of the above, then perhaps I can help you and your team. I help leadership teams work together harmoniously and achieve greater business results. If you want a, a free assessment and a discussion, just email me, steve at managermojo.com. Tell me you'd like to, to chat for a little bit and we'll schedule a call. Thank you, that's steve at managermojo.com. Hello and welcome everyone to the Manager Mojo Show. Steve Caldwell here and I'm really thrilled to introduce my special guest, Karen Brown. Now Karen is the author of the book entitled Unlimiting Your Beliefs, Seven Keys to Greater Success in Your Personal and Professional Life. Now I know you're in for a treat today because not only uh, did uh, Karen uh, compete in an Ironman, her book is about her experiences there, and I promise you, you're going to learn tons of things that are uh, applicable to our business life every day. And uh, just a little background about Karen. Uh, she's a certified master practitioner in neuro-linguistic programming, which means that she is an unconscious mind expert. So she shows us how to access the power of our unconscious mind through using scientifically proven techniques and patterns. Karen, welcome to the Manager Mojo Show. Thank you, Steve. I am thrilled to be here. Well, we're glad to, to have you, and I know we're all going to learn a lot today uh, from content within your book, but uh, before we begin, why don't you share with the listeners what fun thing that you've been up to lately outside of work? The fun thing I have been up to lately outside of work is I recently had the good fortune of spending 16 days in Italy where I traveled to the Italian Dolomites to this little town called Cortina d'Ampazzo. Look that up if you get a chance because the views are extraordinary. I traveled there for a, pardon me, 120K trail run race. And the Italian Dolomites are the Italian Alps. So there was just 19,000 feet of climbing involved and a 30-hour window in which to complete the 75 miles. 
Oh my goodness. Uh, well, it, it sounds beautiful. I've not been there myself, but we're, uh, and frankly, I'd still be there and I'd be dead if I did a 75 mile run. <laughs> but uh, congratulations on successfully navigating that. That's awesome. Thank you. And after the race, I had uh, a lovely vacation working my way south uh, through all of the major cities of Italy. Had a really good time. That is wonderful. Uh, well, Karen, let's uh, turn our attention a little bit to your book, Unlimiting Your Beliefs. Now, uh, mm -hmm. I, I found it uh, fascinating. I, I really love your story. And uh, you, you share how, uh, in your book, how that before you decided to do these things, you had a lot of doubts running through your mind. And uh, if you would, I'd like for you to share with our listeners what role do these doubts play in our lives to keep holding us back from being able to be our best? Yeah, they, they actually, what I've come to study and research and discover over several years is that, and this is why I wrote the book, that limiting beliefs are the number one scientifically proven thing that holds us back from what we want to achieve. And my limiting beliefs would uh, go something like this. Well, the athletes that compete in the Ironman World Championships are of an elite or even pro professional status. And I'm just a recreational amateur athlete. So how could I possibly compete? And that's really the essence of a limiting belief, where we say or think something like, well, I don't have enough skill, talent, money, time, support, whatever, to achieve that. That is the essence of a limiting belief. And it, what, what we don't realize consciously, because this happens at an unconscious level every day, is that we have these limiting beliefs all day long, multiple times a day, and they cause us to make decisions one way or another. I'm going to pursue something or I'm not going to pursue that. So that's what had gone on for me for 28 years. And even though I was outwardly successful, I was a leader, I was a, a business owner, I was also an executive leader uh, for a long time. And so I had this, what looked to be very successful, wonderful life, on the outside, but on the inside, I had this nagging feeling like I was capable of more and I would come face to face with that capability or the feeling of that capability every time I thought about the Ironman World Championships. And what I later discovered is the science behind how limiting beliefs work. You know, they live in our unconscious mind. Uh, I also learned how to conquer and transform them into what's in the book and is called unlimiting beliefs or unlimited beliefs that really then support you in what you want to accomplish. Once I tapped into that and along with the other seven keys that I discovered along the way, I was able to achieve that dream in two short years. Wow. Uh, really turned around for you, didn't it? Uh, when when yeah. you talk, uh, Karen, when you talk about uh, the, this uh, unconscious belief, I, I think that we get confused sometimes about where where are these uh, 
uh, negative thoughts really coming from? Are, are we are we actually is this part of our self talk that we have, or can it even be more uh, onerous than that? In that we don't even recognize really the origination of some of these limiting things that we think uh, think about and hold us back. It is more onerous than that. Yeah, I didn't even recognize this until I actually took a class that included something about this, that then the light bulb went on and I said, oh my gosh, that's what I've done for 28 years. I literally that whole time, and I was a pretty, what I thought was a pretty aware person, but I was a very conscious person, which means type A, make long to-do lists, I'm an achiever all day long, but all of that stuff, you know, those conscious decisions, they really happen in the conscious mind. Mm -hmm. So think about it this way. Our unconscious mind is the most simplistic, powerful machine. And if we compare it to caveman brain, Mm -hmm. right? So in caveman times, you know, your, your unconscious mind had to instantaneously judge whether something was friend, foe, or food. And it hasn't changed since then. And for those of us that, you know, have been on the planet maybe for 30 years or longer or something like that, our unconscious mind has put together patterns that then it draws upon to make decisions, to help us make decisions. And ultimately, our unconscious brain was created to keep us safe, right? To keep our Mm -hmm. species going. And it still tries to do that even in the very complex society and culture in which we live today. So how it manifested for me is I would see the Iron Man and I would think, wow, I think I might have inside of me what it takes to do that. And then all at once, my unconscious mind would flip flip on like a switch and it would run through these patterns that I had experienced in my brain uh, earlier like well you know I'm just a recreational athlete and those folks are elite like they are fast and they are top of their game they get sponsorships you know and and I am not like those people right? And Mm -hmm. this all happens in a split second. I mean, this processing is uber fast. Mm -hmm. And and this will put it into perspective for you. Only 0.008% of all of our actions every day are conscious. That goes for our decisions too. And Mm -hmm. yeah, and that 0.008% is based on processing speed. So your unconscious mind works faster than the fastest computer on the planet, so much so that we are not consciously aware of it until we start asking these questions like, well, what's holding me back from accomplishing that? Then your unconscious mind goes to work on answering that for you, and then you can uncover things like these limiting beliefs. Because the other thing I found is that it wasn't just this one limiting belief I had, it was a whole page full of them that then were rattling around in my brain all day long, unbeknownst to me, that were crafting all of the decisions I made and the actions I took. And that has to be, 
I mean, very enlightening whenever you begin to understand that you're holding yourself back. And I, I, the reason that I think this is so important for us in business to think about is because I know you were running an Ironman uh, event where it requires tremendous uh, preparation and dedication uh, and diligence in order uh, to run. And, but I couldn't help but think as I read your book, I, I was thinking about uh, the, the Ironman that business leaders uh, are, are running. Uh, the reality is most of us have been in business and running businesses for, you, you've got a career of 30 to 40 years that you're really running a tremendous race. And, and I think so many times we're, we're running it on autopilot. We're, we're not really using our conscious brain at all. And we wind up getting stuck where we are. Is that a fair statement based upon your experience, Karen? Yes, I wholeheartedly agree with you there. Yes, um, and I do see that a lot with clients. Uh, in fact, a recent client said to me, you know what, I want to work with you and your company because I have, I've had the success uh, that I've accomplished largely by accident. It's, ba it's based on what you just said, you know, these patterns that we're not even aware of that luckily, you know, have, have um, you know, put us in the driver's seat and made us successful. But here's the truth of it. That only goes so far. And then you'll hit a plateau, and then you've got to do something different to go beyond it. And this is a something different. I mean, this is why I founded our company, my company, Velocity Leadership Consulting, because when you actually tap into and become aware of how your unconscious mind works. Like literally, what are the patterns that are causing your current actions or lack thereof or your current level of success or achievement or lack thereof? What are those patterns? And then we go through how to move beyond them. And it's, it's very enlightening and it happens because of the power and the processing speed of your unconscious mind. It happens with more velocity and more ease. Uh, absolutely, and I, I, I think that it, it has to get rid of a lot of the clutter, or what I would call clutter, r rattling around in your brain. Because you, you begin to understand those signals, I guess you will, of, of why you're being held back. Is that correct, or is that just too simple? That's absolutely correct. Yes, it is not too simple, because remember, your unconscious mind is a very simplistic and powerful machine. So yes, that that simplistic answer is exactly right. Well, Karen, yeah, and I, when I, it, I gotta it's, say, it's kind of like getting to know. <laughs> go ahead. No, I was go just going to say I, I I've got to say that I'm I'm really appreciative of uh, the fact that you uh, you like the simple part of it. Uh, most people would not describe me, though, as uh, having that powerful computer, so I'm glad to know I got it up there. Thank you. <laughs> uh, That's very helpful. I've been accused of the same. <laughs> yes, I can relate. I can relate. Yeah, the word that comes to my mind is simpleton, and I don't think that was ever meant in a positive light. <laughs> well, uh, it, it usually is not a compliment. I, I, I know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the good news. Yes. Uh, it is those uh, simplistic answers that, 
that really do uh, describe the way that our unconscious mind works. And it honestly, when we when we help clients peel back the curtain on this, they're just amazed because the light bulb goes on right away, and they say things like. This is why I have done this for years, or this is why I haven't done this for years, and I've right. said that I wanted to do it, or I'm going to do it, or whatever. Like, this explains everything. And that's a beautiful moment for any of us, and I, I, I totally understand that. Uh, I've gone through similar experiences myself uh, in my own life, so I, I get it totally. Uh, I, I love the way in your book, Karen, that you actually wrote around the key points, uh, the, the seven keys, uh, as you called it, to help us achieve greater success. Uh, I only want to, due to time, we don't have enough time to talk about all seven, but because I want our people to go buy the book and read it themselves and really, really think about this and learn how they can start uh, really opening up their mind and understanding what their unconscious brain is, is speaking. But I think from a business standpoint, I love the fact that uh, it, your first point, you, were, you, you entitled it, Tap Into the Dream, uh, Feel the Dream, Ask for Help, and Have Faith. And mm -hmm. I, I, I think it summarized so much of, of where we actually get off track in the business world. Because I think we, we don't really have a dream in a lot of cases. I think people are showing up and going through the motions, and if they don't really have a dream and they're not feeling it, how in the world are they going to tap into it? Wouldn't that be one of the warning signs that we should say, hey, wake up, you need to be thinking about this? Absolutely agree, yes. Yeah, another way to put that is, you know, what's that person's why? Or what's your why? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think, for a long time, I felt like my why had to be the business or my why had to be my job. No, that couldn't be further from the truth. What I discovered was my dream, my gargantuan, huge, ridiculous, outrageous dream of the Ironman World Championships as an amateur athlete that was not a swimmer, not a road biker, uh, and who had never done a triathlon was exactly the gateway for me to the work for which I was meant to do. And it, it caused me to have the ability, the capability to do that work. And yeah, I agree with you. I think that's where we all fall down as leaders for ourselves and for our team members when we don't tap into our own dream and we don't uh, push our team members to do the same and then support that dream no matter whether it is related to the business at hand or not. Yeah, it, it causes so many problems uh, in business, mm -hmm. and I think it causes frustration. And if, if we look at historically, uh, we really have not gotten any better at this. I mean, the, the uh, numbers over the last 40 years still show the same levels of disengagement from employees and irritation with their boss, and they still leave because they hate their boss. Uh, it, it's still the same things, and I think it it's because we don't start out in the right place, uh, and we, we've got to have a good beginning to have a good ending, at least in my view. Yeah, and a good middle. Uh, I completely agree with you. I think that, you know, it's still the majority of work experiences out there, which is 
The Walking Dead. And you, you can see it from a mile away. And you're right, the numbers show it. Now, there, there are some great things on the horizon, like this is the culture of Netflix. This is the culture of Zappos. This is the culture of Tesla, right, where people are encouraged to tap into their why, you know, their big dream, and to, you know, really run with that, whether or not, you know, it has anything to do with the business. Uh, so I'm glad to see that. And this, this is the other thing I'm on a real tear and a mission about is, you know, that might comprise, I'm going to just throw a number out, out there from anecdotal experience. I'm going to say it's maybe 10 to 15% of all of the companies out there. So this is why I do the work that I do, because there, <laughs> there is such a humongous need for it that literally people are crying out for it unconsciously. And, you know, I, I don't know whether people just don't have the key, they don't know what to do as leaders, you know, maybe they've never heard of this, which is probably more of the answer. But I would really like to change that. Well, I, I can assure you, your book is a tremendous first step and your additional work uh, that you're doing will continue to move that needle in the right direction because uh, we we truly don't understand this part of uh, of how the unconscious mind actually affects what we're doing in our careers, and uh, I, I think we we literally uh, have to see it through the eyes of someone like yourself who's gone through this uh, this discussion internally, and then uh, you disciplined yourself afterwards to really learn what was really going on. I think. We can learn so much. That's why I want uh, people to get a copy of your book because I, I do believe that in in business uh, we really do have limiting beliefs in in business. Uh, I hear it all the time. People will generalize. They'll, uh, for example, here are some of the things that I hear them talk about. They'll say that well, millennials don't work as hard as they should. That's a limiting belief. Mm -hmm. If you're already yep. declaring that somebody is not going to work as hard as you do or somebody else, you, you've limited your belief. Uh, another one that I hear, uh, Karen, is that people will say, well, uh, we, we can't win because the competition is just too tough. And yeah. that's truly a, a limiter. And people recognize that. That's the, the thing that I want our listeners to understand is that just because you said that kind of garbage, uh, I promise you, people can recognize it uh, by the way you act, by the way you carry yourself, and by the way you deal with them in one-on-one -on -one situations. So I, I, I find it uh, really a, a very empowering thing when you say, all right, tap into your dream and feel it. But you went a step further that I, I wanted to get your comments on. And that, that you talk about this idea of verbalization. And, mm -hmm. you know, verbalization, which is what I was just doing, is saying verbally the negative things that people say. But in, in based upon your research uh, and, and your ideas, what's the importance of verbalization? What, what, what is that connecting to in our brain that is so important? When we verbalize something, we are telling our unconscious mind that that's what we want. And especially when we're changing a pattern. Karen, say that again. Yes. Say that one when more time. When we verbalize, 
Yeah, when we verbalize something, we are telling our unconscious mind what we want. Hello, stop right there before you go any further. I hope yeah. everybody heard that. So if you're telling your, if you're saying negative crap out loud, you're gonna get negative crap from your team. <laughs> yes. So yes. there you go. All right, I'm sorry. I just had to stop you for a second there because it, it drives me nuts when people are so freaking negative out loud and they think there's no consequence for that. Yeah. They put yeah. the fear of God in every person that heard it. Yes, yes. And l let me actually take that one step further awesome. uh, as some bonus material because th this is another glimpse into how powerful uh, powerfully our unconscious mind works. So have you ever come across that situation, and, and we've all done this ourselves, where we've said, well, I just don't want this to happen. Yep. And then that is exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. The reason that that happens is because our unconscious mind, again, think caveman brain, simpleton, the reason it happens is because our unconscious mind literally does not know how to process negatives. And so if you write out that sentence, well, I just don't want that to happen, your unconscious mind will just throw out the don't want that. And you're left with, I want that to happen. Ouch. That's what your unconscious mind hears. Very powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. Yeah. So when, and, and verbalization and also writing things down and visualization, you know, visualizing, because when I tapped into the dream, I would visualize what it would look, feel, and sound like to achieve. And those are actually the doorways into the unconscious mind. That's why for a lot of people, journaling is so powerful and transformative. And what I find is verbalization, I think, is even more powerful. I, I think the two go hand in hand. And literally, when I wanted to change this, this pattern of thinking, uh, limiting beliefs, I had to verbalize it. I literally had to interrupt that thought pattern and say to myself, say out loud, I will compete in the Ironman World Championships. And then I heard it, my unconscious mind heard it, and then it's amazing what actually shifts because then something called your reticular activation system goes to work and starts seeing the things that you need, the opportunities, the conversations, the people, the resources. So honestly, like when you make a decision to buy a new car and then you see that car everywhere, and you think, were, were there this many of this car before I made this decision to buy one? The answer is no, but that's a good example of how your reticular activation system works. And so when you tap into the dream and you verbalize it to yourself and to others, it makes it so much easier to achieve it. Absolutely, Karen, and I, I, I think that's a fantastic example. Uh, I, I know uh, personally, I, I recommend that people really learn how to play golf and learn how to play golf properly. 
Because if you want to watch somebody struggle, watch the person that's playing golf that talks about, well, I'm, I don't want to hit it to the right. Well, what are they going to do? They're going to hit it to the right. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, hey, I, I don't want to chili dip this chip shot. Well, that's the first thing they're going to do. They, they're going to hit a bad yep. chip shot. It's, it's yep. this negative talk. To me, it's like real life. It's, it's what we do. And so from a business perspective, I want to encourage all of us, pay attention to what Karen's telling us here because it's so incredibly powerful for us to get our mind right. Now, Karen, you've helped us on our, our uh, unconscious mind, but there was a story you shared in the book, and I, 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 it goes back to clutter. And uh, this idea of our brains, you know, so messed up and scrambled, and we're in this real busy time where everybody wants everything yesterday. And I, I couldn't help, but I just loved it because you were talk, shared an experience where that you used to run with your iPod playing all the time and you mm -hmm. stopped. Now, I, I, that was a fantastic story. Would you mind sharing that briefly as far as what you learned whenever you kind of started listening to yourself? Yes. So, uh, because iPods are not allowed in any uh, sanctioned Ironman competition, my coach said, you know, the sooner you rip that iPod out of your hands and train like you're going to run the race, the better off you're going to be. And even though the child in me resisted it, I knew she was right. And so I thought, all right, just rip the Band-Aid off, take away the security blanket, just do it and get out there. And once I did that, left the iPod at home, and for those listening that exercise with your phone. It's the same thing. <laughs> it sure go is. out, go out and, and, and exercise device free. Okay. Trust me when I tell you that the world can survive without you and you can survive without the world for 30 minutes or 20 minutes or three hours, which is what I was doing. Okay. And what I found was that there was this whole other world that opened up for me when I left behind the devices. And that world was my best thinking ever because I would be able to, over the course of, or the duration of my exercise, I would be able to process through and let go of all those kinds of billions of details, that, that clutter that was hanging around in my mind. So I was able to just allow my brain to just let it go, like literally just drop on the ground and leave it behind as I was running. And then what it made room for is these incredible ideas and concepts and thoughts and solutions to things that I was working on that I literally would stop in my tracks and look around and go, where did that just come from? I mean, this is thinking like I had never done before, honestly. And so now, every time I'm training for something, I really look forward to that time because, you know, that is the so-called quiet time that I get. And I know that the best thoughts are going to come up, even so much so that while I would be riding my triathlon bike and training, I would think, 
gosh, I just really want to have a device on my bike to record all of these thoughts because they're so incredible. And then I thought, no, I have the perfect device built in right now, and it's called my unconscious mind. So all I have to do is have these thoughts and then say to myself, remember X, Y, Z, remember this thought. And then boom, as soon as I would get home, those thoughts would come rushing back and I would capture them. And then I would do something with them. Yeah. What a beautiful story. I'm telling you, I love this. I think it's it's such a key for us learning how to not only uh, have success, but how to live our lives uh, successfully because we definitely need this kind of time. Karen, a great, great suggestion. I know uh, our listeners are going to want to know more about your great work. Why don't you share with the listeners how they could connect with you? Sure. So the name of my company is Velocity Leadership Consulting, and you can get to us using that address.com. And I put something special together just for your listeners and you can go to our website and then add a forward slash mojo behind it and that will bring you to a special landing page just for your audience members where I'm offering for free um, a, a, a playlist of my best five really short, like two minutes or less videos on how to use these techniques scientifically from my book. You can just go right through those and implement and incorporate those techniques right away. Also, there's a link to the book. There's also a link to where you can set up a a chat with me if you'd like, and we can talk about uh, working together and, you know, developing your unconscious mind and your, um, you know, uh, achieving what you want to achieve professionally and personally. And also, there's one other helpful document in there, which is actually the technique that we use to take limiting beliefs and turn them, conquer them, transform them into unlimiting beliefs. And this is the very same thing, the very same process that I used to not only get to the Ironman World Championships at age 46 as an amateur athlete that had never done a triathlon and that I've used for every major race, endeavor, professional achievement, everything since then. That's wonderful. Karen, thank you so much for offering that to our audience. And uh, listeners, uh, I want you to know that we will be sure to include uh, links directly to that resource. I encourage you to go take advantage of those. And by all means, make sure you get a copy of the book. Uh, Karen, as we come to a close of of our time today, uh, I always like to, to leave with an action item or two uh, of course, one action item is to go to your, the webpage you mentioned, and we definitely want to do that. But I wondered what uh, one or two action items would you recommend our listeners take to, to get onto the right track of controlling our unconscious mind? Mm, excellent. I love that you end with this. So my first action item you already mentioned, as you said, uh, Go to the site and utilize these resources. Pick up the book, read it, and and use these techniques. They're all scientifically proven, and they work for everyone. As long as you've got an unconscious mind, they're going to work for you. Uh, And the second action item I would say is tap into your dream, and not just any dream. Like maybe it is the biggest, most audacious, outrageous, ridiculous dream that maybe you have never admitted to yourself nor anyone else. 
if it makes you want to throw up when you think about it or break out into a cold sweat or you think that other people are going to laugh at it, that's exactly the right one. So tap into your dream and then once you tap into that dream, which means you are visualizing what it would look, sound, and feel like to achieve, capture on the document that we provide the limiting beliefs that come up for you. Well, there's too much competition, or I couldn't possibly do that, or I don't have enough time, or whatever it is. Capture all of them. Get them down on paper and stare them in the face. Takes away some of their power, and then you can actively change. You can unlimit those limiting beliefs. And I'm telling you right now, you will be astounded at what you and your team members are capable of. This is the game changer. This blows the lid off of all of it. Love it. Love it. That's awesome. Uh, Karen, thank you so much uh, for those actions. Our guest today has been author Karen Brown. She's the author of Unlimiting Your Beliefs, Seven Keys to Greater Success in Your Personal and Professional Life. Karen, thank you for your wisdom today. Thank you uh, for all of your hard work. Uh, congratulations on your success. And we here at Manager Mojo wish you continued success in every endeavor in the future. Thank you so much, Steve, and appreciate being on. I really love your audience and what you're doing. And so let's, let's all join in our mission of eradicating limiting beliefs and achieve what we're all truly capable of. Thank you for having me on. Awesome. Thank you.